Good morning, One Hope. It's February 7th, 2024, and our passage for today is Jeremiah chapter 2, verses 1 to chapter 3, verse 5. In chapter 1 of Jeremiah, Jeremiah is called by God. From chapters 2 to 45, which is the second section of this book, we have the words of prophecies to Judah. And in this second section, and within this second section, from chapters 2 all the way to 25, we have 12 sermons of Jeremiah. Today's passage is the first of Jeremiah's 12 sermons. And in this first sermon, Jeremiah points to the sins which Judah has committed. And this passage and the main message of this passage can be summed up in this way. You had it coming. Look at verse 1 and 2. The word of the Lord came to me. Go and proclaim in the hearing of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. I remember the devotion of your youth. How as a bride you loved me and followed me through the wilderness, through a land not sown. You have forgotten, he says. I saved you from Egypt and I made you my bride and you followed me as my bride. I loved you and you loved me and we journeyed through the wilderness, but you have forgotten it all. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13. Here, he summarizes what the core of all their sins were. Verse 13, my people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. All their sins come down to these two things, Jeremiah says. Number one, they have forsaken me. Number two, dug their own cisterns. When he says they have forsaken me, he's talking about how Judah and the people of Judah abandoned God and left him for these idols. But then what about the second sin, digging their own cisterns? What does that refer to? Well, Verse 36 and 37 shows us what that means. Why do you go about so much changing your ways? You will be disappointed by Egypt as you were by Assyria. You will also leave that place with your hands on your head. For the Lord has rejected those you trust. You will not be helped by them. Digging their own cisterns refers to how they went after Egypt and Assyria, hoping that those empires will save them. But God, as I shared with you yesterday, keeps telling and keeps saying to the people of Judah, Babylonians are coming. I am using the Babylonians to bring this judgment upon you. So do not go and cling on to Egypt. Give up and surrender to the Babylonians. Because I have a plan which I want to carry out through this exile. But 
the kings of Judah and the people of Judah keep going back to Egypt and keep turning to Egypt for their help. And God, through Jeremiah, says it will be pointless and useless. So summing up this entire passage, what the Lord is saying here is, you will reap the results of what you have sowed. What will happen, which is the judgment that will come, it was all a result of your own decisions. You had it coming. There are different types of suffering that we go through in life. One is the unexplainable and undeserved suffering. It's the kind of suffering which Job in the Bible experienced. He didn't do anything wrong. He was righteous. And yet, this unexplainable suffering came to him. In such a case, and we go through that, this kind of suffering too, we have to endure. Cling on to the promise which God has given to us in Christ Jesus, which is one day God will do away with all our suffering and he will repay us for unjust suffering that we experience in life. But then there's a second type of suffering that we experience. And it's the kind that we experience because we deserve to. Kind of suffering that we, we experience because of the decisions that we have made. Today's passage is talking about this second type of suffering. Suffering will come to you, Judah, because of what you have done, as a result of your own decisions that you have made. But through Jeremiah, God still is giving them one last chance. And that one last chance is this, and it's the takeaway for today. Come clean before the Lord. In other words, come to the Lord. Admit it. Admit what you have done. Own up to what you have done and ask God to take you back. Ask him to forgive you. And when you do, he will wash you. But he will not wash you. And he will let you go through this judgment if you do not come clean before the Lord by owning up to him and asking him to forgive you. As you know, there is a group of people that meet throughout North America and all over the world, and all over the world called AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. Some of you may and might have heard about this group. It's a support group for alcoholics. They could go to one of these meetings um, anonymously and keep working on their addiction. Well, when you go there, those who are there, are called and asked to introduce, them, introduce themselves in this way. My name is so-and-so, and I am an alcoholic. It's leading them, asking them to admit it. Because without admitting that I have addiction, one cannot be saved from that addiction. Because those who are not ready to be helped they will not admit that they are alcoholic. The moment they fully admit and acknowledge that, yes, I am an alcoholic, that's the beginning of transformation. We're quick to blame God, even though at times it's our own decisions 
that has led to our own downfall. Today's passage reminds us there are cases and times when we need to truly come clean before the Lord and own up the decisions that we have made which have led to our suffering and hardship. So this morning, I want to encourage you to look back. Look back at the decisions that you have made and be honest before God and before yourself that these perhaps are the decisions that I have made that has led to where I am. And God, I need you to help me and to wash me, renew me. You know, there is only so much that I can do when uh, there is only up to a certain point, I meant to say, that I could wash and clean my daughters. It's when they were babies. But once they start growing up and now becoming teens, I cannot wash them. They have to be the ones to go in to the tub, shower, and wash and clean themselves. And similarly, and in similar ways, God will not wash us with Holy Spirit unless we make the decision to own up to it and go to him and ask him to wash us. Because he will not force us. He wants a relationship that's based on free choice. So he wants us to take that step and go before him and come clean before him so that he might wash us by pouring the Spirit of God upon us. May this be done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.